Thank you for supporting Daily Tech Headlines directly. Now begins your ad-free episode. These are the Daily Tech Headlines for Monday, June 3rd, 2019. I'm Rich Straffolino. Samsung announced new 13- and 15-inch Notebook 7 Windows laptops with diamond-cut edges, a wide trackpad, and slim bezels, similar to MacBook Pros. Unlike Apple laptops, the Note 7s come with two USB 3.0 ports, one USB-C port, HDMI, and a micro SD card slot. Prices start at $999 and coming to the U.S. July 26th. Samsung also announced the Notebook 7 Force with an NVIDIA GTX 1650 graphics card, an Ethernet port of all things, and 16 gigabytes of RAM with the base model starting at $1,499. At the Augmented World Expo, Samsung's Director of Developer Relations for XR and Gaming, Farshid Fala, stated the company had plans to release multiple AR and VR products in the coming months. He stated Samsung has further plans for Gear VR as well. The last new Gear VR device was released in 2017, although Samsung phones through the Galaxy S10 are compatible with some existing headsets. Samsung more recently released the Windows Mixed Reality headset, the Odyssey Plus. Sources tell the Washington Post that the U.S. Federal Trade Commission and the U.S. Department of Justice have agreed to divide their focus on Amazon and Google, often a step uh, taken before an antitrust investigation. The two agencies agreed to give the FTC more jurisdiction over Amazon and the DOJ more jurisdiction over Google. The U.S. State Department has updated its application forms for U.S. visa applicants, requiring nearly all to submit social media usernames, previous email addresses, and phone numbers. That information was previously required only for applicants deemed to need extra scrutiny, about 65,000 individuals per year. There are approximately 15 million visa applicants to the U.S. per year. Commodity Futures Trading Commission Chairman Christopher Giancarlo told the Financial Times that the U.S. derivatives regulator and Facebook are in talks regarding the company's plans for a cryptocurrency, reportedly called GlobalCoin. Giancarlo characterized the talks as in very early stages and focused on determining if launching the coin would fall in the CFTC's purview. He added, if GlobalCoin launches as a stablecoin, i.e. backed by U.S. dollars, there might be less need for derivatives tied to it. PayPal rolled out a new e-commerce platform combining the company's well-known payment system with back-end systems like fraud protection, compliance, onboarding, account authentication, and dispute management. The platform will initially roll out to the United States, the UK, and Europe. Instagram Checkout and Facebook Marketplace are already running on the platform. Google announced at I.O. this year that AR search for animals was coming, and the feature is rolling out on supporting devices in Chrome and the Google app. The AR representations can be selected in the Knowledge Panel in Search with a View in 3D button to see the actual 3D model and a further View in Your Space button to launch it in AR. Google previously announced partnerships with NASA, New Balance, Samsung, Target, Visible Body, Volvo, and Wayfair to surface 3D content in Search as well. The South China Morning Post reports that Foxconn has stopped several Huawei smartphone production lines due to reduced orders for new phones, according to sources. At a media briefing on May 31st, Huawei's Honor Brand president, Xiao Ming, stated the company is reassessing its goal to become the top-selling smartphone vendor by 2020 due to the recent U.S. trade ban. A filing with the Shanghai Stock Exchange shows that Huawei plans to sell a majority stake in Huawei Marine, its undersea telecom cable business, to optical networking company Hengtong Optic Electric. 
Huawei Marine was formed in 2008 as a joint venture with Britain's Global Marine, and Huawei Technologies gained majority voting rights on its board as of August 2018. Huawei Marine built more than 50,000 kilometers of cables and reported a 2018 net profit of 115 million yuan, roughly $16.6 million. And finally, Google Cloud Services suffered a major four-hour outage on June 2nd, starting around 3 p.m. Eastern Time. The Google G Suite dashboard showed problems with almost all Google services, and YouTube, Snapchat, Nest, Vimeo, and Discord were among those affected. As a result, some brick-and-mortar stores relying on Shopify were also unable to process credit cards during the outage. The outage was generally focused on the eastern coast of the United States, although some European users also reported outages. Google cited high levels of network congestion in the eastern USA for the disruption. For more discussion of the tech news of the day, remember to subscribe to Daily Tech News Show at dailytechnewsshow.com and remember to rate and review Daily Tech Headlines wherever you get your podcasts. Thanks for listening. We'll talk to you next time. And from all of us here at Daily Tech Headlines, remember, have a super sparkly day.